When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Gonna change the world with my hockey stick. Gonna make a real difference. Feed the poor and heal the sick. Welcome back to the Puck Daddy Pod. Just me and Jer today. Chippy's, uh, shall you say, uh, sleeped over from being in New York for the stadium series. I'm sure we'll hear all about it. Yeah, (laughs) went real hard. Went too hard. Needs uh, a mental health day. Is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah, a personal day. He's taking a personal He's day. He's probably still sleeping. It's uh, 3 o'clock right now. And <laughs> well, to be honest, when this when I go on like these trips and stuff, yeah, I have so much to do, and, and then I'm on this trip, and then when you're on the trip, you have other content that you shoot. Right. So when you're done the trip, and I'm like, okay, now i got to go through all my footage that I just shot, and there's other people expecting other stuff from you. So it's like you just need a day where no one bugs you. A travel like, day, a regroup. Exactly. Like, okay, now I'm going to dive into my emails i'm gonna sort through all this footage because if he doesn't touch that footage it just doesn't exist anymore i've had that before where it's like if you don't get it up within the next few days it's it's, you'll just especially for event type stuff because it becomes not irrelevant but less relevant pretty quickly he was at the stadium series yeah exciting yeah and uh there was a what was it rampe oh the the fight the opening fight? Yeah, his first first NHL game in an outdoor barn. That's like Outdoor wild, arena, actually. whatever you want to call it. Stadium, I guess, technically, stadium yeah. series. Yeah. And he drops the gloves with Matt Martin in the first, like, six seconds. <laughs> Unreal. And I bet that, like, he, that must have fired him up. Like, his yeah, opening Yeah, like, what moment. a great story, too. You know what I heard as well is that it was six years on the dot from when he lost his father. So, oh. And he was only, like, 15 or something. So it was, like, the... Damn. The actual day or whatever. So like what an emotional day for him too. Yeah, that's that's well, you know what? Get that get a picture of that opening night with the, the massive barn all of you know, packed stadium. Yeah. Him center ice and frame uh, that. Matt Martin's glove in the fit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with a signed glove for Matt Martin. Frame that up, man. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you want to get right into uh clips of the week? Let, let's go. Clip of the week. What right. do you got? Um, I got, I brought a couple. I'll play, want me to play one and then yeah, yeah, uh, let's see it. See what you, what you got. Um, so this one actually on. showed up on my feed and it's about the movie Miracle. Yep. Um, and it's one of the players from Miracle telling a story about the, you know, the. A player, a player from. From the, the team. movie or from the actual team? From the actual team. Okay. Okay. Talking about his experience after losing to the Norwegian national team. Okay, this is and, cool. And getting bag skated on the ice after the game was yeah. done. Again. Yeah. Again. Like okay. that whole story. The That's most, the most iconic part. The most of the movie. iconic part of the movie. And this this I thought was interesting because it's one of my favorite movies. So I wanted to bring it to the pod and play this clip. All right, I see it. How long is the clip? Uh, it's like a, a minute maybe or All like right. 30 seconds. Right, I can deal with that. See what he had to say about the iconic against skate. Well, what happened? Uh, obviously, Coach Herb Brooks wasn't too happy with uh, our performance uh, against uh, the Norwegian uh, national team that night. Uh, we ended up tying it, and they were quite excited because they had tied us, but uh, he wasn't. So he decided instead of going to the locker room, we were going to stay on the ice, and we started skating. We kept skating, and 
I want to say it lasted somewhere between 45 and 50 minutes. Uh, and obviously, we were quite excited. The interesting part was we had five players that weren't dressed for that game, so they were up in the crowd trying to figure out if they should run down to the locker room after the game and get dressed and then go on the ice and skate with us, but they just sat up there and uh, didn't participate. But what the movie didn't show is that we had to actually play the same team uh, the next night uh, mm. after playing a game and then getting bag skated after it. And I think we ended up winning uh, maybe 8-1 to one or 9-1, to one, something like that. So <laughs> Herb's message was loud and clear, and uh, other than the exhaustion of having to skate, uh, we understood it. In honor of it being 20... So that was... I thought that there was a few interesting parts to that to me that the movie didn't showcase was yeah. the five players that didn't dress that night, like on the fence of whether they should go down and join them because uh-huh. they're like, oh, we don't want to be like, we got to be team players here, but yeah. like, what do we do? And, and for anyone who's not familiar, basically, uh, the the scene is they lost a game or they tied. They uh, tied, but yeah. to them, it, they should have won. They should have won that game. Yeah, yeah. The coach is angry. Mm-hmm. To set an example, to set the tone, he gets them all in the goal line, blows the whistle. Where they go to the red line and back? I think they went end to end. In the end movie, end. they went end to end. Okay, end to end. Yeah. And then he just says, again, blows the whistle. Again, mm. blows the whistle. Again. 45, 50 minutes. For 45 minutes. Just After easy. a full game. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, and it's ex- like right on the same, game? like at least in the movie, it wasn't from what uh, he said. It probably it was. was. Yeah, I'm, yeah. And I'm not too familiar with it, um, but it, I'm just going by memory. Yeah. That's wild. That's like. You're really sending a message. I'm pretty sure in the movie they exaggerated it, and the arena staff were shutting the lights off before he let them off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Got to like... make it look like they were there all night. Exactly, right? yeah. That's really cool. Uh-huh. And, yeah, and then they come back and they win. Now, on the top of, of bag skates, mm-hmm. it's kind of a, a hot debate among coaches of, like, should you do it? Should you not do it? Should you do punishment Is skates? it a good form of? Yeah. Like, should, should you yeah. punish your players mm-hmm. if they have a bad game? But really, are you rewarding them with the endurance needed to perform under That's when it, their like, legs are given out, you know? So, I mean, this could be something maybe I'll post on Instagram or Facebook or something like that mm-hmm. about, like, do you bag skate your players? You know, what, what is it? Because I guess the newer way of coaching is not out of, like, fear. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot, some coaches in the olden days, they should be like, you know, you fear me, so you respect me. And now it's like, yeah, not not so done that so much. It's like you, you're more of like... Uh, an enabler know. to be your best. A mutual respect, yeah. You, yeah. A little bit more um, positive coaching. Right. Than, and I have heard from a lot of coaches that, a lot of coaching books uh, that I've read, that you can use, like, you know, anger and fear, and it will work short term, mm-hmm. but in the long run, it turns your players against you. Right. So, you know, maybe you, you coach a different team every year, and you can kind of use that tactic, and it works because they're, like, kind of scared right but in the long run they don't like you and yeah it's it's just fear versus like actually giving them motivation to yeah do it on their own basically you make you like if yeah. if if they like and respect you then they'll go through a wall for you because you're all I think it, the yeah. best yeah the best form of coaching is where you find ways to intrinsically motivate the the players mm, like each that's you, it, you find each player's like what makes them tick yeah. and what'll make them mo- like some players they just want to they want to be the best on the team so yeah. that's what motivates them yep. Some of them, they want to um, not be embarrassed. Yep. <laughs> like some, some just flat out don't want to be like the bottom of the totem pole. They want to like fit in, and most people players are like that. Yep. And then others, they need pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so like what? It's like hey, when you work really hard, we like to see that, and we get that's where you get the Gatorade of the game pizza or something. Party, yeah. The bio steal of the game, the quench of the game. Yeah, it's when you can um, have someone 
like want it for themselves, that's when they're going to work the hardest. And that's yeah. definitely the way. Um, as In terms of bag skating, what I've learned is that uh, if you find the right drills, you can essentially disguise a bag skate. You can do really competitive mm. skating drills, competitive drills. Um, anything to do with racing ba- when the battle, kids are young. Yeah, like yeah. anything with a little bit of competition. Battle drills. You can take like a six-pack of Gatorade and put it in the middle of the ice mm-hmm. and, and set up whatever sort of relay competition type stuff you want and say the winning team gets this Gatorade and they will skate there. They'll skate harder yes. than if you're just blowing the whistle and telling them to go around cones. Mm-hmm. And that can be basically a bag skate if you do it right. Um, but I don't mind uh, a bag skate. And I, I actually did it once uh, with a peewee team, not as like a punishment. Mm-hmm. I just decided it was halfway through the season. The kids were seen, seeming like kind of dragging their asses out there. Right. I was like, I'm just going to skate them. No pucks this practice. And I went hard. I was intense. I was hauling on the whistle, keeping them going. No, like little minor breaks. Like obviously they get water and all water that Water break for a but couple like, minutes and back into it. Exactly. They they knew that they were getting skated mm-hmm. and not like as a punishment or like trying to like, you know, be better. An than endurance practice. It was just like, yeah, let's just have a good skate. Right. And it's funny. I didn't know how the kids would react because they're like, you know, 10 or 11 years old, right? Mm-hmm. They might completely and, shut down. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and it was funny. At the end of the practice, they were all just gassed. Right, and I remember the one kid coming off the ice and just dripping sweat, just like hunched over, right? And then he's just like, man, we needed that. <laughs> and I loved that. I was like, what? He actually liked it. They liked it. Ten years old or nine years old? I think, no, it was, it was Pee Wee, so I can't, I can't remember the exact age, but I think 11 or 12, 12 11 or 12. Right, yeah, yeah. still though. But I, I was like, and, and it wasn't like, um, it, it was a house league team. Right. Right. So they weren't used to that sort of like being pushed and yeah. stuff like that. Right. And I was like, these kids just Man, need. we needed that. Yeah. <laughs> the self awareness. Yeah. The, the kids liked that. Oh, he's actually like, you know, pushing us. Right. right? The, the kid liked it. Anyways, next clip. That's cool. Yeah. Do you have one or do you want me to play my next one? Oh, yeah. My, my clip of the week. I think it's an older clip. Mm-hmm. It's of uh, Ovi playing soccer. Alexander Ovechkin. And he is just a beast of a man that you don't really, I don't think you really appreciate it. Oh my gosh, look at this guy. He's barrel-chested, absolute tank. Oh, yeah, I've seen these. Yeah, yeah. He's playing soccer and some guy comes you up. You don't and- notice how big of a man he is when he's got his shoulder pads and pants like out on the ice. But he's like, <laughs> he's 230 pounds of pure muscle. 6'2", 6'3". Yeah, yeah, and he's playing soccer and some guy tries to get the ball off him and he just runs through him. He just bounces off of him. You, oh, yeah. yeah. The guy bounces. He, he, like, he leans in. It's and- funny because Ovi isn't even, like, he's not trying to lay the body. The guy's trying to get body position. Yeah. And, and he and just falls. <laughs> he swats him like a fly. Yeah. Like, look, he, he comes in, pop, get out of like, here. Get out of here, no. S- swats him like a fly. <laughs> now, is this illegal in soccer? I mean. I didn't play. He didn't stiff arm him or anything. No. So and the guy just ran into him trying to get body position and then fell. No like, card. Look at him. He tried to push him off. He did, yeah. No card on the play then? I don't no think flag, so. No flag yeah. on the, is that it? Yeah. And like this, I don't know if this was like a it's just for celebrity fun, game or something like that. So they're probably not going to flag it, but. Yeah. In an actual soccer game, if the guy flopped like that, for sure the whistle's going, though. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the flop. Like, if they're the bad. same size, yeah. for sure. But, like, clearly the ref saw Ovi is just a tank, and the guy just bounced off of him. It's I love the sport. comment here. It says, when football players meet real sport. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. What do you call this? Uh, schoolyard soccer or football? 
where you're yeah. full contact. Oh, I would love if there was a bit of contact in soccer. I would definitely watch it more, but I guess it takes away from the beautiful game, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually love, there's a clip of Ovi, his very first time golfing, and he hits a hole-in-one. Oh, no way. I'm not kidding. He Hole-in-one, his first time golfing. Oh, jeez. And, and that goes to show, like, I have this theory that hockey players uh, – are just like the most elite athletes. They can just do anything. It's not a theory. It's a proven fact. <laughs> Here we go. He's bringing up the clip. Yeah, I'm pu- I'm playing it right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's now Facebook. we're just uh, look how that's young how, he is, that's right? How old he is. And you can tell he doesn't know what he's doing. Oh, he's I remember fine. this. Yeah. This. <laughs> he just whacks the ball. I think he missed the first he, swing or those practice. He's doing swings, some right? practice swings. The, yeah. the footage is so old you can barely see the golf ball. That's what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah. 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 This is on like the TSN top 40 or something like just moments or something. Yeah. Oh, I didn't get a good shot of it. Anyways, yeah. you can tell he's just so like, he doesn't look like a golfer and he still gets a hole in one. <laughs> he's like, Oh, that's easy. Hockey players are just natural born athletes. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, that's my clip of the week. I think it was, uh, probably not recent, but it's it just like four or five years ago. Yes. But it popped up on my feet. I just love that. How yeah. hockey players can just dominate any sport. Right. Especially that's if you're great. 230 pounds of pure muscle. Yeah. Like, you know that all those squats in the gym are paying off on the soccer field, too. Yes, right? exactly. All right, my second clip that I brought was uh, Bedard back in action. Oh, I love that. And you know what? I just got to throw in here. I just got to throw this in real quick. Mm-hmm. He was gone for, what, 40 days? Yeah. Missed a bunch of games. Luckily, it was during the All-Star break, so could have missed more games. Oh, fair, fair. That's right, because they had a week break. That's so a good we, point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he did not lose his lead in the rookie scoring race. Yeah. He took like 10 games off. I don't know the exact amount. And uh, no one caught up to him. Yeah. The, the next guy behind him. He's still think, 39 points, I think. And Now he's up to 38, I think. Or I don't know, maybe 39. I think he's at 39 now. Okay, okay. Yeah, after the game against uh, Carolina. Yeah. And that was uh, last night he played against Carolina. So uh, Monday night, probably. Oh, this is great. This is great. Yeah, so he's getting into it with... Uh, the Canes goalie, Martin, I don't even know his last name. The Canes are, are having such injury trouble with their uh, goaltending. Do you understand why he did what he did? Like, maybe we'll play the clip first and then get into that. Yeah, so this clip here has a couple things. So okay. Bedard gets I'll, – I'll explain it, and then okay, I'll show okay. it to you so you can kind of see for yourself. But basically, Bedard is going to the net. He tries to get a deflection on it, and he gets kind of pushed into – the goalie, and as he's falling, his stick kind of comes through the goalie. Uh, and then the goalie, to me, looks like he kind of just flops and is trying to get a goalie interference penalty or something. Right. So then they're obviously not happy. The goalie, uh, Martin, I don't know his first name, I can't remember, comes skating by him between periods or after the whistle, like for a commercial break, and kind of like bumps him. Okay. So then Bedard's like trying to whack him back. So they're kind of like a bit heated. Okay, so they had some beef. And it's yeah. uh, Spencer Martin. Spencer Martin, yes, that's who it is. And uh, then Bedard scores and stares him down <laughs> later on in the game. So okay. I'll play one clip first. This clip needs to show the. Oh, I see there. There, there it is. A little bit push and shove. And ah, Martin embellishing for sure. Yeah. Like it was nothing, really. Okay, the clip I saw didn't show the preamble to this. Oh, yeah, okay. See, the, so yes. Spencer Martin skating by Bedard, gives him kind of whack. Then Bedard gives him a whack in the pads. Yeah. But the initial play here, he's going in the net, gets pushed down. And, like, why is, why is, oh, he might have stepped on his own stick. No, yeah, basically it's just, like, he gets pushed on the goalie, and then Martin skates by him when they're changing it. Gives him a little block or whack. whack. And yeah. then, I'm surprised Bedard chopped him back. He did, yeah. He's obviously pretty heated. Okay, so that's, 
That's what caused the beef. That's the cause. Okay. Then the clip that was going around everywhere, I had to find this clip because it wasn't even being shown everywhere. Then he scores and stares him down. Yeah, this is all I saw. I was like, that's kind of rude. Like, why why do you got to stare at a goalie like that? And, of course, in typical Bedard fashion, he gets the pass on his uh, right wing. Yeah. And he, like, falls into the shot to shoot. I'm sure his eyes were closed, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> falls and shoots it in the net. Yeah. And then does not take his eyes off the goalie. He, st- he stands up after falling, stops. And keeps on staring at Martin. Yeah. And and then stands there like um, an owner over, like, a Rottweiler, like, I said no. Yeah. He's like, you like that? Yeah. You like that? It, if it, Chippy was here, he'd be saying, like, he's, a, he's the man. It, it's like when you're. That's the dog. When, when you're telling a, yeah, when you're telling a dog no, and you're like no, no, and you stare at them. That's like the the kind of vibe. It's like you want to try me. Yeah, you want to try me. And, and he's got the bubble. But I love Spen- Spencer Martin's uh, response. He just points up at the scoreboard. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's quick. That's quick. Yeah, and uh, I think uh, the Blackhawks ended up losing six three. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what's worse. That the comments were all saying. Yeah, it's it's uh, savage to point at the scoreboard, but also you only got twelve shots, you let in three goals. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's hard for either of them to flex, and yeah. also Bedard's goal got called back. Yeah, which really sucks to to really like. Oh, who's the man? Who's the man? I just scored on. Oh, called back. That is called back right away. So, sorry about that. Yeah, huh? sorry about that. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, Ma- that's... Martin should have just stared at him right after. I eh? imagine after it gets called back, go skate up to him by the bench. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, so that's uh, Clips of the Week. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of uh, what happened in this past week, yeah. you got to give us an update. You you uh, dropped the bomb that Mason had a hockey tournament on the weekend. Very first uh, hockey tournament, and I, I was very optimistic mm-hmm. because our team was an absolute wagon, half ice. We won every game like seventeen to five, twenty to eight. What is this like, football? It, it was crazy. <laughs> Our, we got a lot of top end talent, yeah, and they just fill the net. Mm. We switched to full ice, and we've only played three games. Right. And we also got put up into a, a more competitive uh, category mm-hmm. as well. So we're playing teams that are like an hour and a half away now. Oh wow! Yeah, it was a bit of a trek. Um, in, in league or in the tournament? In the league. In the league. Yeah, That's it's interesting. It's weird. The, the teams that we're playing for fu- for full ice are different than the teams we played at half ice because I guess we just creamed all the teams half ice. and like, oh, you go play these guys. Oh. Which is strange. I guess it's all the same county. As far right. As, I don't know. Anyways. You're playing it, too good. You outplayed your... Well, and we're local league anyways. I'm like, how is an hour and a half away local? Yeah. I, I thought we'd just hit all the arenas within a 30-minute drive. Yeah. Like, that's what I did when I was a kid. I loved it. You might as well play select or rep might or whatever might it's as called. Well, yeah. yeah. Tell Mason to skate harder in tryouts. <laughs> I think Mason will want to play rep like in the next couple of years, probably. I'd say in a couple of years, yeah. Maybe not next year. Because you, you like, it's one of those things. You get on the team, with, you make friends, mm-hmm. and then you're like, oh, I, ah, I just want to be on the team with my buds. Yeah. That's basically what I did going through. Like, I didn't even try out. I'm just like, yeah. You're like, what's select? What's rep? Yeah, pretty much. I am representing my team. I wear a jersey every game. <laughs> well, for me, it's like it was all the same experience, right? You get to go to different towns, play. Yeah. Like, it, it, it wasn't all in um, the same arena. Mm-hmm. So I could see, like, it's a much different experience. Anyways, um, we were struggling to win on the full ice game. So we played. Uh, we, we won our first one. Mm-hmm. Boom. Still unbeaten. Uh, the next one, we just barely lost, and the next one, we lost. And I was like, oh, okay, well, we just got to figure out this full ice thing. Then went into a tournament, four games. We won the first one. Yeah. And I was like, okay, sweet, we're back. Right. Right? It was a they com- played well. 
They played well. Comeback victory. Ooh, nice. Now, I, I could go into detail on, I think, why our team, like, but it's not really that important. Right. right? It's just we're, we're trying to figure out how to win full ice. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not getting as many chances. As half ice. I guess yeah, that's just you know what I mean. Yeah, if you're if you have a lot of like good shooters, yeah, the offense is way more important. Yeah, yeah. If you have a lot of good shooters, but you're in full ice, it's, you don't get as much shots as in half ice, and like there's not as much turnovers that result in like a high quality sh- shot. Yeah, the, the other team has uh, more skating guys on the so ice much more important. And, yeah. yeah, and a chance to catch up if they. Yeah. Know. Anyways, uh, second game we lost, and this is crazy. So the team that um we beat in the regular season was in the tournament. Oh, okay. They beat a team 13 nothing. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Then Skunked. So we won our first one, lost our second one. We needed to win the third one to get in the finals. And it was against this team that lost 13 nothing. Right. Against the team that we've beat at yeah. all, all season. Right. So we're like, "Oh, we'll probably beat it." But we didn't go with that mindset. We're like, told the kids got to try their hardest this and that, right? Yeah, yeah. And we lost to this team. Uh, it was a close game. And this is a team that they hadn't played before. Yeah. Right. Um, I think we lost like six to three. Oh. One player scored all six of their goals. Ah, they brought it. Someone missed the first couple games. He did. He did. Yeah. I, I know that story and, all too well. And Charlie, Charlie, uh, blue pants. I used to call that guy. I play against someone. I was in novice. So, so this, <laughs> be, because, um, they lost their first game, but then won their next two. They went on to the finals. Right. Against the team that beat them thirteen nothing, so they started the tournament losing thirteen nothing. Yeah, and then met them again in the finals, beat them eight to six. Yeah, and that's just minor hockey, like that you can lose thirteen nothing to a team and then play them again and beat them eight to six. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, that, it's because at that level, the team play isn't high enough that you can mitigate the best. There players. it is, and and uh, so we talk like uh, to the other coach. Mm-hmm. He said that the oh, he said one player scored all eight of their goals. Adam Banks, exactly. So, <laughs> so the, that one kid wasn't there for the first game. Right, they lost thirteen nothing. Comes in and and they win eight to six. Yeah, even like I'm just going back. Like this is bringing back memories from my minor hockey days. Yeah, even when I was a bit older in Bantam, so like fourteen, thirteen. Bantam, yeah, it's like fourteen years old. Yeah, yeah. Um, we played against or maybe thirteen, yeah. I think yeah. minor midget and the major midget, and then minor bantam is thirteen. Major bantam fourteen, maybe. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, sure. yeah, I'm, my, I think 14, it's two years 14. for bantam for sure. I just yeah. can't remember which two years it was. Yeah, I think it's fourteen. Thirteen, fourteen. Um, there was a team in Honeywood that we'd play, and mm-hmm. I was on the the rep team for Coldwater. Yep. And they had two players that were like leaps and bounds above oh, yeah. everyone else, like. There was a couple guys on our team that were like close, but their skating was so much better. Mm-hmm. There was one guy whose shot, like he was shooting like a full grown man. Oh yeah, and yeah. and like his shot to this day, I would still say is probably better than what mine is now. I, I still remember Stevie Marles when I was in, in Pee Wee, and he skated. He, he was a new kid in town, joined our team, mm-hmm. right? And like one of the first games, he's carrying the puck, carries across the red line. Tease up a slap shot. I'm like, what's he doing shooting from center ice? Like, yeah. we can barely get it off the ice. And he rips it bar down from the red line. I'm like, what? Is that you, Pavel Bure? Yeah. Guy <laughs> was nuts. It's an eye-opener for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's one thing for a minor hockey team to have, like, one really good player. Yeah. And another to have two. Oh, yeah. Because they had two. They had one guy that was an elite shooter and a better skater than average. Mm-hmm. 
like he was smoother skating than me, but I was probably faster at like my top end. Yep. Then they had one guy who could he had the open hips, he had the agility, and he had like frog legs that had so much oh, speed. Yeah, yeah. He'd get so many breakaways and his hands were like butter. So he'd just stick oh. handle it into the back of the net every time. Oh, it's Brian Galley on our And team. almost he reminded me like before I even knew who McDavid was, when I look right, right, back, right. that's what I think of because he yeah. had in tight, he would have those quick hands and just chip it up over the goalie. Our goalie yeah. didn't stand a chance. Nope. And I remember there was like three guys on our team, our best players. Anytime we were on the ice, our job was to shadow one of those players. Dude, that's so funny. Like we literally just, and like I would shut them down, but then. The next line comes. Like I, I would never be able to score in those games, like the odd yep. time I would but I'm just shadowing them, trying not to let them score. And then we would lose like three, one yep. and they'd score every single goal. They'd get like, he'd get like a hat trick. Yeah. And I'm like, what are we supposed to do? Like we are, the rest of our team isn't able to score, but we can't shut them down without using our best players. I remember uh, a game that we needed to win. We were up, we, we were up by one. There was only like five minutes left. Mm-hmm. Coach. I was the fastest skater on our team. The coach like, Jeremy, watch, you know, number nine. Right. I want you to. <laughs> it's always number nine. It was number nine and number seven. You got to shadow number nine. Like, do not let him touch the puck. And I was like, got it. Yeah. And the fact that he gave me that job just had it me is an so honor. fired up. Yeah. And I did, like, he could not move out there. He was so mad. Yeah. Because I just would not leave his side. Right. Just follow him around. And he was trying to get away. And, and it, it really messed with him, like, upstairs. Right. Right? Because now he's not playing how he normally plays. He's just thinking about me. Yeah. Right? And you know, I just stuck with him. He line changed. I get off. And then the coach says, wait at the door. And then once he gets back out there, boom, like, next line change. There's, like, a minute left in the game. Yeah. And uh, I hop out there and just follow him around the whole time. And I wasn't even playing hockey, but it was, like, fun to do for a bit. Mm-hmm. And we won the game. It was fun. It goes to show as a coach when you take those moments to really give a player their, like, something that's important. Like, I remember yeah. my coach saying, you and Adam, like, he was, he set us both aside. And he's like, you two, your job is to cover number nine and number, number seven. seven yeah. You're shadowing them. Whether or not we win this game is going to depend on if you stop them from from getting the puck oh, and, get, and take it off of them as much as you can. I, I still have that feeling, the the, the shoulder or the, the hand on the shoulder, yeah. look around, looking down, we need a goal. <laughs> Skate it. Yeah, all right. He's giving me permission. I got the green flag to, right. to hog the puck. It's like from EA Sports uh, NHL. Oh, dude, it was great. Like It's like, we, we Jeremy, we need a goal. Okay, you got it. And then if you deliver, you just feel like the like, hero. Yeah, a hero. Yeah, I, I did it for coach. Yeah, did it for coach. Players, coach. Chip, uh, you would say. G- going back to uh, this tournament, though, uh, it really is a kick in the nuts to spend so much time on uh, team play. Yeah, we're working on systems and, and well, not like systems, but it's like we're trying basic to show positioning. Them basic positioning, yes, yeah. but. But we're spending time at that good positioning, not crowding the puck, like playing as a team. Mm-hmm. And then all it takes is one kid, just one kid, yeah, to win the whole tournament for this. Yeah. Eight eight goals the one game, six the other. Like, yeah, we played great as a team. Yeah. But everyone's like, well, this kid squirts out with the puck, rips it. I'm going to pu- pull my inner chippy here and say, yeah, that was me when I was that age. Yeah, yeah well, I'd, you know I'd what? I'd pull out of the crowd and f- my flick shot was elite. All I needed to do was flick it over exactly. the goal. Exactly. You know what I said? I was like, hey, coach, forget about team play. Give me our top five skaters. I'm going to turn them into mutants out there. <laughs> hey? 
you you go do whatever with the other like bottom individual two, yeah, coaching, and and I'm gonna take these five players and just turn them into absolute ringers. Like <laughs> we're gonna be doing like triple A stuff because like when you're coaching. 14 players and there's a skill difference between like the bottom and the top. Right. Right. You got to do a nice mix for the practice. Yes. Yeah. Right? Like skill development versus like team play and passing and all that stuff. I'm a huge skill guy. I love doing skill training. Yeah. Right. It's but, tough to do for like 20 kids at a time though. I mean, I can, I could pull it off. That's basically how I, yeah. um, last year our team won the championship. Mm-hmm. Um, and pretty much every practice, because they're like eight, there's eight year, they're eight year old, years old. Mm-hmm. They don't, we don't need breakouts, especially in like local league. It, it's local league eight year olds, yeah. right? So I'm like, I'm just gonna make you guys really awesome skaters. Mm-hmm. You guys are gonna all be able to carry the puck, and we're gonna work on your shot. Yeah, and if they can do that, I saved my positioning for on the bench. Whenever um, I'm on the bench mm-hmm. and it's a game. That's when I got the board out. I'm in their ear nonstop. And they're, I'm like, okay, see where that player is? You need to be over here. And I'm kind of giving them like live feedback mm-hmm. on how to play their positioning there. I didn't spend too much time at practice because I'm like, I need to teach these kids how to skate. And like in reality, when you're that old, you're not really paying attention to the position. Like practice is a completely different than the game. Like you might do what they might do what you say in practice, but then in a game, they don't necessarily translate. It doesn't click, they, man. Yeah. It doesn't click sometimes. But if, if you, they miss an opportunity to get a puck and you tell them, hey, if you if you come here at this time to be in the right position, that's when you'll get the puck more. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, it's like direct feedback. They might even do it in that game. Probably not, but oh, <laughs> they no, no. might. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, it's, that was, that was my, my strategy. Right. So anyway, they... Lost six three in the semifinal. Is that what happened? Or? Uh yeah, we we didn't win the tournament. We'll just say that. Ah, um, did Mason play good? Oh yeah, the kids all played great, and it, they all had fun, even though we lost. It's they enjoyed themselves. There was some tears. Oh, you know, like kids are upset, and like I love that. Give me that emotion. Mm. That means you care. Yeah. Right. And and that makes great coaching moments. You know, this sucks. It hurts. Remember this feeling. Exactly. Yeah. You know what sucks? When you don't know how to skate backwards and a kid blows by you and then roofs it. Now imagine you drove to Buffalo <laughs> to go to this tournament and you lose. <laughs> right? It's like we got more tournaments coming up. We got the championships coming up. Mm-hmm. Let's stay let's use this as fuel. So in practice, we're ultra focused and we're doing our best. So we're prepared for the next one. I love it. Yeah. That's great. All right, let's uh, move on to the next topic here. We we already covered Bedard leading the rookie scoring race still, even after missing however many oh, t- two yeah, weeks or three that. weeks, which is, I mean, not really that surprising, but I, it could have uh, easily been like he could have fell back and been behind the whole time if he didn't come back a little bit earlier than expected and if someone else on the list got hot. So yeah, you never know. Um, also, that what happened in the past week, Jack Hughes, a couple spicy <laughs> quotes here. Um, one being kind of at his own goaltending. Yeah. <laughs> and the other being against Victor Arvinson on the LA Kings. Uh, let's start with the goaltending one. He basically says, like I'm paraphrasing, but he says after they won a game, he says, when you get the saves, it's a lot easier to win. Yeah. So he's taking a stab saying that their goaltending has been subpar and that's why they've been losing. Do you think he meant to say that or he was trying to compliment his goal and it came out wrong? I think it was was a backhanded compliment. You know, like he's been frustrated with the goaltending. Okay, okay. And it just slipped out. 
when he's like he's like yeah when you get the saves like it's a lot easier to win you know like that's mm. it's just like an honest kind of thing that slipped out and that's how he's genuinely feeling i i just i wondered if you meant to say it a different way like oh like the goalie made a lot of great saves it makes it so easy to win when you know we have that great goaltending you know what i mean that sounds like a compliment he's talking about that game and not like the five before it type of thing but right yeah but the, when you say it like when you get the saves yeah that's kind of implying there's a bit of history okay. there, feelings. Yeah. Well, but you could be right, though. Like, he did say, like, yeah, he made a lot of good, great saves. Whatever, tonight. call it how you see it. He's competitive. He wants to win. He needs the whole team to be firing and doing their job, right? Yeah, I think uh, if we're doing sty or no sty, he's he's all sty this week. <laughs> he's, he knows that he's, a, like, a top Oh, player. we don't have – I'm not here for the sty or no sty. Yeah, no, we're doing it. Chippy's uh, going to come in, and we're yep, going to yep. do that for the Puck Daddy show. Okay, so the next quote I think is great. What do you think about it? Let's let's you know lay it out for me first. Yeah, basically, he's getting into it near the bench with Victor Arvinson. They're kind of laying the body, throwing some hands. They get, I think, coincidental roughing penalties. They're both going to the box. Didn't Arvinson do something stupid? Obviously, yeah. I didn't see what he did though. I only saw the aftermath, like near the bench. Yeah, it's like uh, a dumb play, like near injured. Nearly that could have injured Jack right, Hughes, and then he's like that. and then in the be, like in the penalty box, Jack Hughes says, "What do you come out here to hurt people?" And then follows that up with, "People pay to watch me play." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I and, mean, and, and people in the comments were say, like, "There's obviously two sides to everything, right?" And some of the people in the comments were saying, um, "Yeah, the least attended uh, barn in oh the, come on aside from Arizona or something." I'm like, "But still, people, the only people pay." paying to go watch that those games when they're losing is to see Jack Hughes. He's calling him out and that's a personal like don't like stay in your lane. Yeah. Essentially like I'm here to play hockey and you're here to try to injure people so go injure the other people who are also here to try to injure people, right? Don't come after me. Yeah. I'm trying to play hockey. People pay to watch me play, people man. Don't pay. waste their money. <laughs> exactly. People are paying to watch me play. He's Let just me. thinking for the fans, you so know? So, like, yeah. sure, like, no, he's not immune. It's not like, oh, don't hit me. Yeah. Don't do something stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, if if Jack Hughes gets injured, you know, he's out some some coin. Yeah. And he, he's trying to earn a paycheck there. Yeah. Like, he's, he's trying to make millions of dollars. They're also fighting. I think they're both, like fighting for playoff um, positioning to who they're going to play in the playoffs. Yeah. Oh. The Kings have been, like, playing, like, not very good lately. Yeah. And have been on the verge of not being in the playoffs. But, the re- like, basically there's, like, four or five teams in the West that are just monsters, and then the rest are all kind of mid. Mm. So they're, they've, like, not been winning games, but they're still in a playoff spot. Right. Okay. And same kind of with New Jersey. They haven't been playing that great, but they're still, like, bit, in the running. Bit of a log jam there. So what do you think of the quote? Is it style or no style? Oh, it's Sty for sure. <laughs> I think it is. If you're, I if, agree. If you're one of the top paid players in the league, or like, yeah, you have the right to say that first round draft pick, and you've been playing in the NHL, like even if it's only been for a few years, but like you've got lots of like highlight reels. You're well known. It's it's clever. It's a it's a well. It's a good chirp. Comeback, yeah. If he was just saying that, like in like a media press conference no, yeah, or yeah. something, it's like, yeah, people pay to watch me play. What are you talking about? Yeah, then it's a bit of like, then it's a bit of like hot headed. Yeah, like bit uh stuck up or like ego or whatever i put it on the it. same as matthews like looking at the back of someone's jersey like oh who are you <laughs> yeah. huh? yeah. what's your name again was that against buffalo or... i forget yeah oh, coach let you out here oh. <laughs> yeah yeah this is your one shift of the game yeah <laughs> or, or um what was it someone's going after darnell nurse he's like you were the worst uh oh my gosh. 12 million dollar player i've ever seen how did you get that contract <laughs> 
Oh man, they 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 go deep there. Yeah, yeah. Some of the we should do a. It'd be hard to curate. We'd have to take time, but we should do a draft of the best chirps. Oh, of all time. But there are some that are funny where it's like, go cut your hair, where it's like just makes it's not even well, that good, but but under context, it could be pretty funny. You know, like it's all dependent on, like on people's sense of humor, right? It's it's funny the ones that catch you off guard. Like I um, I I don't know who said it. I think it was Drew Doughty or something. And he's like. Well, there's, are you, do you wear the biggest shin pads in the league? And then the guy's just like now self-conscious all of a sudden about his shin pads. Next game, he's wearing smaller shin yeah, pads. Yeah. Ooh, are my shin pads too big? It's funny you say that because my uh, cold water team, the guys were all like like flipping out over how big my shin pads are. I'm like, guys, I've worn these shin pads since I was 16. Like, have you not noticed before? Like, they're not that big. They're bigger than the kids' ones you guys are wearing. But <laughs> I got big calves, okay? Yeah, no. exactly. <laughs> Got the biggest legs in the league. Yeah. Yeah, the best chirps are the ones where it catches them off guard. They just don't know what to say. Like, yeah. was milk 20% off today? <laughs> and they're just like, wait, what? What is he trying to say? Does... Think, think about it for the next 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, in other news, uh, the PWHL Toronto hosted. Do you know who they played? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, know. I, know, I, know. I, I didn't pay attention. I wanted to go and see that game, but I was at the, the tournament. I was going to take Olivia and oh, that go see been it. Great. I think it would yeah. be really cool. So I hope they do another one. I'm sure they will. Yeah, they, they so they basically sold out Scotiabank Arena. PWHL sold out, and people said that the uh, the vibe, like the, the atmosphere, yeah. was electric. They did a post-game there's been post-game dances in the PWHL. They're doing, like, the center ice oh, yeah. stuff, like, routines and stuff. It's it, kind of neat. It actually makes a lot of sense, though, that there would be a lot more energy in that building than a typical Leafs game. Yeah. Because a lot of, like, professional business people, 300 400 $500, $800 a ticket. Right. Right? You're not a woo. You're not saying woo if you paid 800 bucks. Yeah. And you work on uh, Bay Street. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to woo. You yeah, stopped in after the stock market closed. Exactly. <laughs> you're looking up from your cell phone if there's a goal. Yeah. And that's about it. Right. Right? So there's, there's not much energy in the lower bowl mm-hmm. during Leafs games. But you pack that barn for probably like between 20 to 50 bucks a ticket. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to get some fans there. Even when I went to the Marley's games, mm-hmm. smaller barn, more kids, more families, the energy way higher. Mm-hmm. So yep. I can imagine for a new league, new essentially – like not a lot of people have watched professional women's hockey. Yeah. Relatively speaking, like they've had two, they had two leagues before, but I'd say that it wasn't well known enough to sell out Scotiabank Arena back. Oh, they're they're hyping it up, marketing yeah. way better, and it's like, yeah, it's, it's... and they're showing what is best about hockey. Yeah. That it can bring together like all groups of people, and you want to be a team and win, and they're getting to showcase like these girls, there or ladies, whatever you want to call them, women. They're getting to showcase their personalities and yeah like how as a team they can celebrate their victories and they don't, they're not, they're not playing like the macho like i'm too cool to like have fun yep everyone out there is having a good time and they're battling too oh yeah like it's they're good, it's good hockey they're they're throwing the weight around a little bit and, and if you get nineteen thousand, uh like a lot of you know dads or moms are taking their daughters mm-hmm. rightfully so you get you know from six years up old up, up to 16 yeah Girls can get pretty loud. 
There's yeah. not going to be lots of screaming in that crowd. Woo girls. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Lots of woos. And like Hold people on. that are friends with the, the players too, probably. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would imagine are, are there and hyping everyone up. So I'm, I'm going to keep an eye out for the next one in Toronto and then take Olivia out to that one. Yeah. Like pretty awesome. She was already fired up about the scene on TV. So I've been throwing it on whenever uh, there's not a Leafs game on. Right. Yeah, that's, uh, that's always good. It, it's kind of funny, actually. I think I met a couple of the... Um, women from the Toronto team when we were in the Ford Performance Center for that Old Spice event. Oh, yeah. I, yep. I was looking for a screwdriver to take the cage off my helmet. Yep. And, uh, like, this lady was walking by. I was like, hey, do you know where I might find a screwdriver? And she's like, uh, sure, hold on, just stay right here. And she goes and walks into the referee's area. Oh, yeah. And comes out with a screwdriver, and then I see she's going up to where the PWHL offices are. Should have asked her to <laughs> sign it for you. I, I <laughs> see. I didn't want to offend her by asking what her name was. I know, eh? Because it's like, Tough. like I'm like I know of the PWHL. I know you play for Toronto, mm. just based on the context. Yep. But I don't know who you are. Is uh, that offensive? I mean, to be fair, I wouldn't recognize probably like eighty percent of the NHL players. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You. Yeah. I guess that's. I don't right. think you would either. Eighty percent. Like I would. I think I could recognize at least half. Like no. half of every team, I would recognize. No. I doubt it. You don't think so? Okay, name. Uh, okay, we're not. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, who's on Minnesota? You uh, know what I mean? You, you you tell me three players, maybe four. Kaprizov, Zuccarello. There you go. Yeah. You're nice. gonna. So like, would you actually recognize mm-hmm. any third or fourth liners on? Basically, you'd have to recognize the the entire first and second line, forward and defense, and one of the goalies, right, from every team in the league. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I'd probably come. You up. you would do better than I would. I think. Yeah, my percentage would be a lot. Your your percentage would be higher, yeah. but like to see them in the street, and know who they are, and remember their name. Yeah, that'd be tough. There, so. but there'd be some teams where I know like a lot of the team. Yeah, and then other ones where I know like a bit less. So I think it'd average out to be around like forty, fifty percent. Okay, okay. We, we got to come up with a quiz for it. That'd be. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just <laughs> flash pictures on the screen. Yeah. Who's this guy? Who's this guy? No, but they have to be in their street clothes. Hmm? Oh, true. In their street clothes, that'd be tough. Because <laughs> at least, at least if you see a picture of him on the screen, you're like okay, he plays. No, but this was under context, right? I'm at. I yeah, know yeah. that the PWHL offices are there. True. So, um, anyway, I got to skate with a few of them at uh, Nathan Phillips Square. Yeah. So this that was the same day, wasn't it? Uh, it was during time? it was during uh, the All Star Game. Oh, okay. Um, I was at Nathan Phillips Square with Scotiabank, and I was doing a, a special appearance there. Oh, okay. And uh, after mine wrapped up, a few of the there was a bunch of girls with the PW or women yep. from the PWHL jerseys. And I was like, "Oh, those must be players." And like, I got close. I'm like, "Oh yeah, they, they're like they're on the team." Right. All chatting, so I skated around with them. And it's it's funny. I, I'm not going to give any names here. Right. But I was just chatting about the the, the league, mm-hmm. and I said, "What do you think of the uh, the jerseys?" And like, "Oh yeah, it's just like temporary. The jerseys. Like we're really looking forward to, to actually the, having real jerseys. Yeah, when yeah. The, the the official ones are out." And then I asked about the names, and they're like, oh, "Yeah." Yeah, we didn't love them. <laughs> so they're, they're uh, on the same page yeah. as us. And yeah. I was like, okay. I was like, it's one of those things where, like, you know, when they came out, I didn't, I thought they were a little off. Some of them were okay, but, like, mm. they weren't great. And, like, a few of them are just, like, not exciting at all. Like, I wonder if that's what the holdup with the jerseys is because they're they're still internally, like, we got to find, we got to have better names yeah. or something. And, and there was a group of about five or six players. To be fair, and, though. And it was pretty unanimous where they're like, yeah, we just, we didn't like them. Yeah. But, but. It's one of those things. If they just went forward with it, it would just grow on you. Yeah, that like right? you think back, 
Toronto Maple Leafs. Yes. Like a terrible with name. a leaf for the, it's, you know, like it's. It would not, if, if that team just started now. And people would be like, it's leaves. <laughs> it's not leaves. Toronto Maple but, Leaves. <laughs> could you imagine the internet if, if Toronto just got a, a new team and they said, we're going to call ourselves the Maple Leafs. And they're like, you're naming yourself after a leaf? I mean, I guess it, it does represent Canada. Yeah. But, but, you know, people would be like, that's so lame. Yeah. You know? A leaf? You're a leaf? It's, that's your... it's historic now, though. Oh, like, it is, It's yeah. like, it's set in stone in the league. I never really liked the Minnesota Wild. Yeah, it's kind of weird, too. The the Wild? Like, it's just... It's got, like, a tree line. It's a, it's a, it's a verb. Yeah. I think. Yeah, but... Uh, the Minnesota wilderness Wild. Too, though. Right? You know, like, the mountains and... Yeah. Trees. And... Yeah, fair. I like the avalanche. I think that's a cool one. That is a cool one. Yeah, that's always been cool. Who, who's... Oh, we got to draft the best team names. Fair. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> that Add it to the list of drafts we have. It's, we got so many. It's also, there is a difference between, like, I think it's the whole brand, right? Because Detroit Red Wings, like, Red Wings is, is a bit of an odd right. combination. But their jersey and logo is so cool. Yes. Like that's that's probably one of the best. Yeah, the comp the name itself isn't great when you think of it, but then the combination with the jersey. You see the, the Red Wings logo and and I think it's also the players that are attached to it as well. I think there's only like four teams in the league that have one color for their jersey. Oh. Or maybe five. Just just one? Yeah. Toronto? Yeah. Tampa. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to it's hard to yeah. think of, isn't it? I don't know. Well, you just had one, Detroit. No, it's uh, I guess aren't they red and white though? Is Toronto blue and white? No. Well, no, because if you look was... at the the, it's uh, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Okay. And <laughs> anyway, we're on a tangent. What's here? the last one? <laughs> oh, the last. I don't know. I was just saying. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> there was like a th- I I could think of it, but I don't want to sit here and in silence yeah. while I think because I <laughs> didn't have it prepared. The silent podcast <laughs> where we try to think of things. Anyway, talking about uh, the Leafs and Morgan Riley. Mm-hmm. Just today, the, we're recording this on Tuesday. It was announced that Gary Bettman uh, stood by the player safety, whatever you call it. And, and to, to break it down for anyone who needs a, a catch up, mm-hmm. uh, Ridley Gregg slap shots a puck into an empty net. With five seconds left, Morgan Riley takes exception to it, cross-checks him in the face, but upon further inspection, he cross-checks him in the shoulder, rides up, hits him in the face. And he was in the he was basically trying to punch him, but he yeah. he didn't take his hands off his stick. So So gets called for an in-person hearing. And uh, Elliot Friedman says, well, this looks like six games, you know, maybe five, but it's it's at least five. It's not going to be less than five. They they put the hammer down because it's the Leafs, basically. They're like, yeah, yeah. it's an in-person hearing, but okay, we'll, we'll only do five, though. It is we'll, kind of, we'll, we'll give you one. It is kind of funny because I don't get into, like, the nitty-gritty of all this stuff, but it's like there's different levels of hearings, and if it's in-person, it's more serious than if it's not in-person. Well, yeah, if they give you an in-person, then basically that's – Enabling them to give you oh, more than five. You're games. getting called into the principal's office. <laughs> yeah, right? it's, yeah. You, you didn't get you get didn't get a speeding ticket. You got to go to court. No, you, you, <laughs> you know, you didn't just get sent to the hall. Yeah, yeah. You didn't get sent to the hall. No, you got to go see the principal. Yeah, that's a big deal. Uh huh. So he got given five games, which was like some people were saying like it should only be three or four. Like it, real, realistically, if it was anywhere else and it wasn't blown up so much, I would say that's what it would have ended up being, like t- yep. in the two to four range. 
But since it's the Leafs and since the league doesn't want to look like they're favoriting them, they're like, we're giving you an in-person hearing. Everyone's like, okay, it's going to be at least five games, probably six or seven. Here's the best part about the internet is that you just hop on Twitter and people are posting every single cross-check to the face <laughs> and how many suspensions that guy got. Yeah. And there's some real bad ones. The precedent, yeah. Oh, it, to, to see some of them. And, and, like, this got nothing. This got one game. This got two games. Like, oh, geez, this, this yeah. is a tough look. But they only do it when it's the Leafs. Yeah. It's like, this, this case got so much press. So you want to you hear how uh, the meeting with Bettman went? Oh, sure. Morgan Riley and the arbitrator or whoever's working with the Leafs come up and say, hey, Bettman, how's, how's it going? Yeah, so we were just looking at all of these other examples of cross-checks that only got, like, one or two games max that look way worse than this. And those were also, like, not during play. wasn't a hockey play. Yeah. How come they only got two games? And then Bettman looks them in the eye and says, oh, yeah, well, they're not the Leafs. Mm. And then proceeds to go about his day. <laughs> and Morgan Riley still has to serve the full yeah. suspension of five games. He will return on Thursday against the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah. The Leafs have won four straight. They play again oh, tomorrow. Go cross-check another guy, hey, <laughs> Riley. Just come, come back, opening face-off, cross-check to the Dome. Get another five games. Yeah. It's all right. Leafs are doing fine. You don't mess up the mojo. <laughs> Leafs were in a slump before. They were like wild-card spot, not doing great, losing to teams they should beat. They lost to Ottawa. Yeah, they, they, they were sneaking out wins, but, yeah, they just weren't playing well. And you know what? Uh, Keith just loves to juggle players wait riley's coming back against vegas yeah oh i'm gonna be at that game in vegas you will be yeah, I'm, I'm gonna fly to vegas taking sammy on a date Whew. that's gonna be fun jealous but if they lose i'm gonna i'll look for you on the jumbotron or on the the feed <laughs> if, if they lose i'm gonna slap shot a puck in the empty net <laughs> get riley fired up yeah that'll be <laughs> well leaves are always like keep is always juggling lines but he doesn't mess with like his core four yeah no i think Part of the reason they've won four straight is because it's forced them to Like, we adapt. need to be better. Yeah, and, like, also some of it's given an opportunity to, like, Bobby McMahon. Oh, I love him. Of, he, and, like, guys like Max Domi and yeah. Tyler Bertuzzi have to step up and play yeah. play better because, like, better defensively, I'm saying, mm. because they don't have the strongest back end right but, now. But McCabe has been a monster out there. Ben, Benoit has just Brody been has grinding. looked good for the first time all year, I'd say. Yeah. Like he's looking more like his normal self. Don't tra trade Riley and let these guys step up <laughs> for cheaper. No, Morgan Riley's like literally their only offense from yeah. coming from the back end. And yeah. in the playoffs, you need him. Like you've you've seen Morgan Riley in the playoffs the past few years. He's been one of their best players. Yeah. One of the best defensemen in the playoffs, yeah. arguably. You know, like who's who's been better offensively than Morgan oh, they, Riley? Yeah, the, the Leafs haven't had too many memorable defense besides Riley. Like maybe Vegas they, is guys that, Trangelo and... Yeah. And, uh, oh, no, okay, you're talking about all defense. All defense. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. literally in the playoffs, you should look at, like, his point totals. He's And, like, he'll score the game-winning goal, like, a lot of the time. I think Bouchard had a really good run. Okay, yeah, that was... But yeah. That's that's a bit different, though. He's <laughs> he, playing with McDavid. He's got some players to pass. Too. Yeah. Anyway, so it'll be interesting to see when Morgan Riley comes back if the Leafs fall apart or if they just keep riding this high uh, and yeah. continue the winning streak. I hope for his sake that they, they keep it going. Yeah. So that other and for your sake, you're watching. You got to document what his first game back, like if he's true, true. fired up or not. You know, yeah. if he's getting in the corners and battling and taking the frustration out, showing the league 
that he's allowed to battle. I'm going to get there in the warm-up when all the guys from Vegas, uh, like they just all come and shoot the puck into the empty net. Mm-hmm. Like there's no... Right? And I'm gonna, <laughs> Morgan Riley's like, what, is he going to get I'm him? Gonna, gonna... <laughs> gonna, every slap shot that goes in, I'm going to quickly pan to Riley, zoom in. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm predicting it now. Morgan Riley's going to get the belt, the player of the game. Oh, on Thursday when I it comes like back. Because like the, the team's been fired up. They've uh, William Nylander just said to the media that they've been battling for Mo, they said. Like, because they're like, they're not happy that he got suspended. So they've been playing for him, right? Yep. Sometimes that's what you need your team to be frustrated about something and come mm-hmm. together and play as a team to win, right? Oh, speaking of the player of the game, uh, I bought a replica Maple Leafs player of the game belt, which I showed you. Yeah, I've seen it. For our minor hockey team to give oh. to the kids. A lot of teams have, like, the, the helmet. Right. You know, like a hardest work, worker helmet. Right. Um, and I was like, That's oh, for that. practice, though, usually, isn't it? Or do you do it for games, too? No, I do it for games, yeah. Right. Like, you want the hardest, the worker of the game, right? Right. The, the player of the game. Mm. Um, the kids love it. Yeah. Right when they get off the ice, they start chanting, player of the game, <laughs> player of the game. That's great. And Do you let the player that won it last time pick the next game or no? I think I'll do that moving forward, but I, I wanted to make sure that every player gets it at least once. Right. So I've been keeping a list and uh, like looking specifically for, all right, there's six kids left. Which of these six right. are really going? But it does motivate them. Like uh, a few of the kids that haven't won it yet are like really eager and like really trying. Right. So I love that as a yeah. That's good. You kind of got to manage it too. Yeah. You don't want to give it to the same person twice before someone else gets it. Yeah. And it's kind of like they feel like oh, but I was working hard. There, so there's a, a girl on our team that is just so competitive, mm-hmm. and she single handedly wins us some games. Right. Where like she's just lights out. Yeah. Competitive back check, diving, swinging the stick, taking the puck off people. Chippy, Chippy would say you got to give it to whoever gets the most goals every game. Most goals. <laughs> there's yeah. no, there's no uh, bias here. You give it to whoever had the best game. Oh, so, yeah, I think in the tournament she scored the most goals too. So Right. Um, but, yeah, it's, so it's like you, you could just give it to her each time, but then it, it might be demotivating for right. the rest of the team, right? Like, well, I can't compete against that. I just try to find something that a player has done. And then, like, you know, if a player has been struggling defensively, um, you know, not really understanding the position. Yeah. And then they have a breakthrough game. I'll recognize that and give it to that player. I'll say, you know, so-and-so has been, you know, struggling, uh, out of position, but this game, like they were solid brick wall on the blue line, made some great outlet passes. Like they're doing all the things you expect them to do. Right. And right. then give it for that. Right. So you're getting them good reason why they won the player of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I just want to shout out to Hudson, our goalie. Oh, I could have given it to him every single game in that tournament because he was standing on his head, like stop does he it. have the the rent a goalie equipment still like the stuff from the no 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 the arena he, his parents bought him yeah, his no, own he, he's got a, he's got a good set that's that yeah. makes a big difference because some of the sets that they have are like so old oh yeah and yeah. like the pads don't go flush down properly yeah, yeah no he, he's pretty much our full-on goalie <laughs> right um but he's uh yeah he, he the, just in the tournament he's just like Looked great. They had a skills competition. Oh, that's and, fun. Yeah, and, and he was uh, he played goalie for that, making tons of saves and just looking. He, he looked real good. Good lateral movement, lots of good saves. Kept us in the game a lot of times. Shout out to Hudson. Yeah, shout out to Hudson. Good job, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, that move just on. gave me an idea yeah. for because um, you're talking about giving the belt, mm-hmm. and like obviously that's a super motivator for kids. Yep. But for our men's league, I actually brought it out. You did? Yeah. Oh, was I th- not there? You must have not been there. Ah. Uh, I brought it out to her um, for the old paint cans. Right. And also for the toe dragons, I brought it out. Right. And and it's funny. The guys loved it. 
and then I forgot to bring it the next week, and they were all like, oh, and so the the first week I I brought it out, and Hayden won it, not you, the other Hayden. Other Hayden. Yep. Villain. And he loved it. He's trying to replace me. And, and, I show I don't show up one week, and he, there's a new Hayden in town. Yep. <laughs> and then the next week, our goalie gets a shutout. Woo. And he's like, Greggy gets a shutout. He's like, did I get the player of the game? And I forgot the belt. I was like, no. Like he, <laughs> so it works, man. It works. Yeah. It's like, when do you ever see a shutout in men's league? Especially on our team. I, I maybe like once in my life. <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah, he got the shutout and he wanted the player of the game. I forgot the belt at home. Wow. You let him down. He's yeah. not going to show up next game. It's because I'm always like uh, leaving like in a rush. Like, right. Oh, shoot. I got to go. Yeah. That's men's league. So yeah, that's yeah. fair. You got to leave it. Leave it with the last person that won it. Leave it up to them to bring it for the next one. Well, no, because then my kids would never win it. Oh, you only have one. <laughs> I only have one, yeah. Right, you don't have a replica. You don't have, like, three Stanley Cups rotating in no, different no, leagues. No. Yeah. no, but my idea for men's league was basically, I mean, it's not really the same thing. But I don't know why I thought of it, but it's kind of fun. You know the money on the board? Mm-hmm. So we do that. We've we've tried that. Yep. It's kind of fun. Yep. But I think letting our team basically place bets on things for our own team that's kind of funny so like you know you know like because you work with betway for example yeah i do a campaign yeah well you could bet how much we'll lose by <laughs> no like so you have the money line yeah then you have i don't even understand what money line means it's just like the the amount like who's gonna win or lose and how much money you'll make off of it basically. Oh, okay it's just who's gonna win oh okay and then there's the puck line which is win by how much lose by how much Okay. And then there's player props. Yes. So that's where I think it'd be the most interesting. So you let everyone build their own parlay bet. <laughs> so you can say, okay, Jeremy's going to be good for one assist. Hayden's going to be good for a goal. Greg's going to be good for 15-plus uh, saves. <laughs> oh, we're not counting saves. We have to do, like, uh, <laughs> under five goals. Under five goals, right. yeah. yeah. Like, but basically let them build it, and then whoever, like, if you win your parlay bet, you get all of them. You have to do at least three. Yeah. Then they get the the money in the but, pot or whatever. <laughs> but we need and if you, and if we no need, one wins, then we put it towards the team kitty. We need a, a, a odds keeper to you know. We need a bookkeeper to, to put the odds up for us. You know, because I could say uh, Greg under nine, mm. then someone else says Greg under five. Technically, right? Yeah, yeah no, we need that. We need the odd. You'd have to write the odds keeper because you got to match it. Or or, ba- <laughs> or basically just write. you're the bookkeeper in this case. I, I, I just have to create the line. Yeah, an over under. Yeah. Yeah, and then have people they can put their money on it. Yeah, okay, that's pretty funny. <laughs> it would be pretty fun. And then if they win, you're you're paying them out. But you'd have to get all three. That's where it's Ex- except half the guys show up with when there's like two laps left. Yeah, and and, and then then, then we can have uh, Mike for uh, over under three beers. Not <laughs> <laughs> two points for a beer, one point for a goal. Speaking of beer, I just made a beer luge in the backyard. Oh, you did it? Mm-hmm. You did it without me. Yeah, we've well, been planning that all. No, I'm just yeah. What did you do it on family day? Yes, I started on family day and uh, continued to work on it. Uh, oh, it's not done. Uh, no, yeah, I guess family day was yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I started it in the morning. Right. Worked on it more in the afternoon, a little bit more at night, and pretty much had it done this morning. Okay, cool. So, yeah. Well, I'll have to try it out. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty funny. Basically, it's a beer going down a hill to the hockey rink. It is, yeah. It, it's a luge. Yeah, uh, it's a straight shot. So, what is that skeleton? It, yeah, it'd be more like skeleton. Yeah, yeah. For the, the Olympics, 
Is, what is the difference between bobsledding has bobsled and luge? Skeleton, is it just how they sit? Skeleton, they're just... Well, I just say luge because that's what I called it as a kid when you have, like, the big berms oh, yeah. and you're going yeah. up around on a slope down the hill, you know? Okay, we won't get into Olympic sports here. Yeah. But yeah okay, we'll, we'll say it's a luge, but it's a straight track. It's a straight shot right, uh, right down the hill. It's like a hill. slide. It's a slide. A beer slide, it's but beer it's slide. fun to say it's a luge. It's a beer pipeline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a pipeline. Yeah. <laughs> yes, so I just, I formed it out of snow, mm-hmm. uh, got along, like, Sewage pipe, sewage drainage pipe. It's about the same thickness of a, a can. Uh, yeah, Just yeah. so I could get nice straight shots and build it quickly. Right. Uh, and then I sprayed it with water over and over. Yeah, because there wasn't any packing snow. Yeah. No. So I, like every every 20 minutes, I'd go and give it another spray. Right. Got it nice and icy and uh, made the tube go right up to the back porch. So Sammy can walk out the... Oh, by the door. kitchen? Yeah, out of the kitchen, oh. walk, on, walk onto the deck, and then just drop it into the pipe, and it goes, boom, and shoots out. That's incredible. And then just rockets down the... I just... So the money shot that we have to get yeah. is invite the boys over, yeah. the old paint cans, and we're all about to step on the ice. We want, like Sammy will have to drop the beers down one, two three after another and we grab them step on the ice crack the beer grab them step on the, uh, and then we're all cheers at the end uh, on the ice i like that <laughs> now, now the problem is tomorrow today it's going to be plus five and then the next like 10 days it's going to be like warm and raining so it's going to go away right. so well, it'll just need some maintenance uh, yeah um i've already thought of like ways i would make it better anyways right i want to get like a metal uh pipe mm. next time because it'll be easier to clear any bumps and nicks oh uh, because you can really smack it down well yeah just to, to glide and like chip the cause, oh because it cuts it like carves it yes. as you're going i it see essentially yeah, yeah. scrapes it because right now right if there's a little bit of um abnormality imperfection yeah. right it just sends that again pop, 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 like fish tailing rattling flipping mm. i want a real smooth one right right and i and I made, I, I got a Well, pipe. you don't want the beer to be shaken up when you get down there, you know? <laughs> well, no, because of convection, it'll make it colder. Ooh, right. Yeah. Yeah. They, they have these machines where if you spin, you, you put the beer in, or any drink, um, in like uh, ice water. Yeah. And then you spin it. Right. And because it keeps uh, basically changing. Evenly what... distributing the cool amongst the surface. Exactly. Yeah. And, and within a minute, you can hey, get Sammy, it Sammy, can you throw the beer down the, the beer chiller? <laughs> exactly. So if, if you put a good spin on it, it yeah. essentially uh, chills it as it sends it down. Incredible. Yeah, if it's perfectly smooth. But yeah, as it is now, it basically turns into an atomic bomb. <laughs> right? It's going down. It's like... It's going in a shaker. <laughs> yes, it's like a paint shaker. Hey, throw now. my uh, protein shakes down there. It'll be, pre- it'll be shaken up for me. <laughs> yeah. So that's I, I did one edit where I'm gonna have it go down and, and show it like rattling all the way down, right? And then it, it gets to the bottom. I open it and then it's like, like a mushroom cloud. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Stay tuned to Jeremy's Instagram. I, I posted on that. my Instagram story if you want to check it out. Yeah. And I sent it off to the brand to get approved. It's a uh, partnership deal with uh, Muskoka Brewery. Oh. I love working with brands where they're like. I just pitch them something like, yeah, I love it. Let's well, I'm it. in talks with them right now. Hopefully, they're going to sponsor the pod. So <laughs> that'd be great. Oh, geez. Uh, build them in, in po- like, re- retrograde, what do you call it? We just told the whole story again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you just talked about Muskoka Brewery. You sent them uh, one for this. Send them an invoice for this one. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> anyway, that brings us to about an hour. Yeah. We got a lot to do before Jeremy heads off to Vegas. So Gosh, I got to pack. We'll probably uh, wrap it up here. And yep. 
we'll see you guys all on Friday. Me and Chippy are going to be doing the Puck Daddy show. We got a fun Ooh. episode. Sty, no sty, most Canadian, Minute Madness, and the draft. Love it. And whatever else, I'll probably ask Chippy about the stadium series. So I'll tight. call in, eh? I'll call in for Vegas. From the airplane? Yeah. <laughs> call in for Vegas. They got internet on the plane now, right? Actually, yeah, Air Canada, because so this is a campaign I'm doing with Air Canada. Yeah. And they gave me a code to get the free Wi-Fi on the plane. There you go. So we can try it at Nuxkin. <laughs> with I'll I'll be sitting right next to the with wing. a baby on the plane yeah. with. The... <laughs> hey, Jeremy. How's my audio? Yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you on Friday. Later, guys. Gonna change the world with my hockey stick. Gonna make a real difference. Feed the poor and heal. Ah!